Hello and welcome to this brand new series, Live Action Rebels, our Ahsoka spoiler cast and discussion. Ashley didn't know the name of the podcast until that moment. There's it again. It was his idea, I stole it. Well, I did steal it, I just used it. Hey. Anyway, my name's Dom Blight and joining me to discuss each episode of Ahsoka, the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, of course, Ashley Holbrook. Hey Dylan, excited to be here and excited to use that name, but still bitterly disappointed that we can't call this show the Ahsokast. Yeah, me too. Fine. Yeah, if, if the other podcast wants to... I mean, we yeah. could have just used it, because it does come up as holocron entries on the podcast, but it's just the... Yeah, and if theirs know. is underneath the name of something else, so I mean... But, you know, we don't go around it's stealing fine. other people's names. That's right. Especially after watching the first two episodes, live-action Rebels felt like a good direction to yeah. go in. Mm. Alright, so of course, Ahsoka is the latest Disney Plus original Star Wars series. It is created by Dave Filoni, um, starring Rosario Dawson uh, as Sokotano, Natasha Lou Bordizo as Sabine Wren, um, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Hera Syndulla. I don't really know how else is going to... Oh, I guess uh, Ray Stevenson as Balin Scroll, Rabana Psycho. Yes, actually, rest in peace. Not actually, rip. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Ivana Sako, Sako as uh, Shin Haiti. And I guess David Tennant as Hu Young um, would be the, at least based on the first two episodes, the recurring cast of. I mean, Diana this Lee Inosanto as Morgan Elsbeth. Yeah, true. Actually. I think she's yeah. going to be a big deal. Yeah, true. Good point. Uh, first two episodes dropped on Wednesday, 11 a.m., which is going to be the Australian time they, they drop now. Um, which works, I don't mind so much because I'm, Wednesday's one of my Wednesday's days off. Days if, off it, yeah. if it was one of my days on work, I'd be slightly annoyed because I'd have to make sure I did not go anywhere near the internet for like mm. a solid six, seven hours. Um, How quickly did you see the internet filled with spoilers? <laughs> very quickly. So, because I, I watched it like straight away, obviously, yeah. but um, I'm very glad that, yeah, I can watch it. Fucking Americans. Fucking <laughs> Americans. I mean, say so it's every, everything, so it's not really that surprising. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How, I don't. I don't know how, let's just go this way. What do you think? Let's just get straight into just general opinions. What do you think of the double episode premiere? Yeah, it was enjoyable. You know, uh, I feel like this is the show that uh, will appease a lot of fans because it gives them what they think Star Wars is. You know, lightsabers, force users, Sith and Jedi, uh, spaceships, droids. Anything and everything. Aliens. Cute dogs. Cats, sorry. Uh, There's a cute cat. Uh, As someone who has limited history with Rebels, I know the basics. I know know who the characters are. I I remember that piece of runway from the, or that highway from the first episode. Um, Yeah, it was really good. Obviously, they brought everything to life pretty well. I really enjoyed it. It's literally just Star Wars <laughs> Rebels Part 2. Season 5, or yeah. Season 5 or Rebels 2 or whatever. Like, it's just Rebels continued. I Obviously, Ahsoka Tano, my favorite Star Wars character, I usually say that's and it's sort of a hard thing because people usually want a movie and a TV show, but, like, I generally would say that Clone Wars slash Rebels is my favorite Star Wars thing ever, Like as mm-hmm. which is weird because it's like, well, you can't say that because the movies. I'm like, I know, but, like... I just think some of the best storytelling happens in those those, in those shows. Things. So, um, yeah. So I have a lot of 
love for those and seeing this I, uh, come to life, like I, I am sort of admittedly a little bit rose-tinted glasses maybe on some of this to an extent. That said, I generally think that the first two episodes, I'm glad they did it as a two-episode premiere because there's a lot of setup in this. Um, oh, like, you don't think it would have been and- great to have that cliffhanger at the start? No, I don't. No, you know, hang over the internet for a week. No, it's like what you brought. It <laughs> yeah, no. So, and I've been pretty down on Star Wars recently. Like that's not true. It was only twelve months ago that we were all in love with Andor. It's <laughs> true, but like, so Andor, I loved. Obviously, we all yeah. love. Explosion Network special show of two thousand and twenty-two. Um, but I mean. Obi-Wan disappointed me. The book of Boba Fett, I, terrible. Uh, yeah, bored me most of it. Mandalorian season three. Eh. You know, like I, I've been having a bit of a, I haven't been loving a lot of it. This comes in and this, this, this isn't like, I don't want to say like the storytelling that's happening in this is what I would say is my favorite thing in Star Wars. It's just like automatically I'm, I'm back to seeing a lot of characters I really, really enjoy. Um, I think that, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka is like she's fine, honestly. The, the thing with Ahsoka is that my fa- like Ahsoka is my favorite Star Wars character, mm-hmm. but it's usually like the adult version is like the least interesting. And the, it, the, no. that said, they've, they haven't done a lot with the adult version in Star Wars. Like she has a little bit in Rebels, and then she's in Summer Mandalorian, and you know, like, but mostly it's the the teenage it's the Clone child. Wars era. Clone Wars era Ahsoka that we have the most time with and is the most interesting. Um, and I've seen some people online complain that like she's just like too mono, I guess, or monotone, you know, sort of like cross up, like, but all that. But that's how she was in Rebels. Like that's like the that's literally like yeah. sort of how she is. So jaded, um, jaded, yeah. So um, I think that Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Natasha Lou Bordizo, um, they're fantastic. I think as both of their yeah. their characters, though. So. Absolutely. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, fantastic costume. Yeah, I think they're it, both really, really good. It's crazy. That scene where she's like going up, chasing it, and like talking the chopper. Oh my God. Li- live action chopper. Oh, so good. <laughs> Just the, <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I didn't know if I was going to get much of him. I couldn't, I couldn't remember like how much I was seeing in the trailer or anything. But I remember like she's like the, the first episode. I was like, no, I'm like, damn, okay. Second episode, we get that one scene where it cuts to him and you like, I was like, oh, some <laughs> chopper. Cool. And then he like gets in the, sh- when she gets in the ship and chases after later. And it's just like, you just get to hear him. And again, it's Dave Filoni doing the voice because he quote unquote the voice. I'm pretty sure that he just records the lines and then they like digitize the fuck out of it. Um, But that's what he did throughout all of Rebels. He was, uh, well, no, hold on. All of Rebels, they credited Chopper as Chopper. And then at the end of the show, they revealed it was Dave Filoni. It was one of the the bits, like it was part of Rebels history. Chopper was always just himself. Chopper is himself. It's Chopper. It's Chopper. Um, But yeah, just Chopper doing his, like sound like he's saying swear words, which is always one of my favorite things in Rebels. It always sounded like he was like, like, (laughs) that's what it always sounded like to me. So. It's like, where'd you put my thing? I didn't touch it. Look under the thing. It's just such good banter between those characters. Yeah. Um, and then Hera just like sort of like playing the motherly figure again. Very disappointed I don't get to see her kid so far. Where is the baby? Well, how many years is it after? They don't say. <laughs> my fa- One of the best lines in this show is someone goes, someone asks a question that would help them put it and they go, eh. It's been a few no at the start when um old mate um old mate's doing the the speech um Clancy Brown is doing the speech 
And he goes, it's been several years since the the Empire came to an end. So I don't actually say how many years as to like stick this in a particular time spot, you know. But I mean, it's been a while. So the, the, the child should be several years old. The child should be a teenager, probably. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where the child is, but I need to say it because it's Kanan's child. Yeah. Well, it's Harris Child as well, but it's Kane and Harris Child. Need to, you know, just... yeah, we gathered that it was Harris Child. Yeah. But where's that? I need to know. Um, lots of yeah. I mean, I, I don't really need to. Okay, it I... says it's set nine ABY. Is what I'm reading from. Walking so through. nine years after episode the of... uh, six, Yavin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it was revealed at the Mandalorian panel in 2019. Okay. So yeah, that 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 would make the, I mean, rebels, rebels is set between episodes three and four. It's probably longer because, but that's based on the events of Mandalorian taking place around that time. Yes, yeah, so this is. After and we that. all know it, that season three of the Mandalorian takes could place be ten years. years later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, for all we know, actually, has anyone ever thought about the fact that Mandalorian season three could take place? After Star Wars, um, what's the, the third one called? What's that? What is it actually the, called? The, the Rise of Skywalker. Whatever shit, maybe Rise of Skywalker. Um, have we ever considered Mandalorian season three and this take place after Rise of Skywalker? No, you know again. No, I, don't, I think Sabine would have aged considerably if it was set after, because in that time Ben Solo has got to have been born and aged all the way. True. To point, you know. True. Good point. I don't know what Mandalorian aging is, but I don't think so. True. No, that's fair. Still, there's 18 years, or, or I think it's 18 years between six and seven. So, well, I saw somebody say that uh, in this, Ahsoka's like 47. Where did they get that from? How'd they work that out? Her age. <laughs> sure. What Rosario Dawson's age? No, the age of the character and okay. based on when they think this takes place. Fair enough. Um, right, so we're saying, yeah, so main cast. Um, I really, so yeah, I think Sabine's kind of the star of the show. Do you feel like that's a, like... I mean, I, I think it's pretty shared so far. Well, if it's not like it's going to be Ahsoka and Sabine as the main characters, I think that's obvious. I mean, that's the way it's set up, you know. Yeah, their relationship and everything. And by the way, for, in case you're wondering, no, the whole thing about her being a Padawan and all that—that's implied to have taken place after the season finale of Rebels. So that's something yes, I don't know that's, about. Yeah, that's all. No, I gathered that much. Yeah. Well, I got nothing for that. But yeah. apparently, there were hints. Hints that she had. She was full sensitive. Yeah, yeah, and they even like there was even like a time when um she was training with um Ezra because she had yeah. she had the dark saber and she was yeah training with Kanan with Ezra as well so um all that I mean there's lots of really cool the the fact that she's living in Ezra's home is the other thing that's really mm. sort of sad about this. Um, How do you feel about him the the hologram? Him saying I thought of you as a sister. Yeah, I didn't. I never thought they had um. Okay. Is this a is this a point of contention I've missed online already? No, just some people have been laughing at how they quickly shut down any ships. You know? 
No, I never thought there was any. Okay. I always thought their relationship was, they were a family unit. I never thought there was a, there's like Hera's the mom, Kanan's the dad, Sabine and Ezra are the kids. Um, Zeb was the grumpy uncle. Like, I always thought it was a, that's sort of the, the unit, or how, or how I always took it, so. Um, what are we thinking of the bad guys? So, of course, Ray Stevenson, Balin Skull, we find out is actually a, uh, uh, was a Jedi. Jedi, former Jedi, um, gone into hiding, turned to dark side eventually. Though he does pick up a Padawan, um, yeah. Shin Hati, um, even has the proper Padawan um, braid and everything that hasn't been cut off yet, if you notice that. Um, nope. nope. Just okay. look at her eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very eye-matic uh, eye character, um, actress. Um, no, but she has the full braid and everything, like picture Anakin. I've seen people point out that they they feel, you know, the first episode feels like the start of Phantom Menace, but reversed. Very much so. I think that's done on purpose. You know, them coming in uh, and everything them coming like that. In on, yeah. Yeah, and he like she's the Obi Wan character, and uh, yeah, Obi Wan got the Qui Gon. He's the Qui Gon. Yeah, yeah. So that works. Um, what do you think of them? As the the two sort of bad guys so far. I mean, yeah, they're pretty intimidating so far. Ray Seven has said that obviously has a big presence about him, um, and she is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, she just has an interesting presence about her. So, yeah. it seems to be a good foil for for. Uh, Sabine, you imagine going forward? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it has to be a thing of like Sabine has to beat Shin, right? You know, like Padawan yeah. versus Padawan. That's like sort mm. of how I imagine that going. Um, I'm really enjoying them though. I think Ray Stevenson, yeah, as you said, has a a huge presence in his first two episodes. But I love how he's not like straight evil. Like he, he's, no. he's 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 got more to him, and you can tell that straight away. Like the way he talks, the way he presents himself. Um, like he said, he says he's seeking this power or whatever, but he just doesn't act like an actual Sith or anything. You know what I mean? No. Um, and the the way he even talks to his own Padawan, like I don't know, like he's he's definitely on the on the dark side, but not he's he's, he's not like fully Sith or something. No, he's he's very, very like, interesting. He doesn't have dreams of world domination from working other. No, not at least what I've covered so far. Um, Morgan Elsbeth. So yeah, she's a she was a character that showed up in Ahsoka's first episode. First episode, I think it was in Mandalorian when she fights. Uh, yeah, remember the one she has a little samurai with fight the, with with the Beskar. Yeah, that one thing, the Beskar thing. Yeah, so that's that character. That's where she's come from. Um, in case you didn't okay. recognize, or you was like, I swear this character's from something. That's what she's from. Um. And she's getting a lot more time here. She's cool. The reveal with her is they say that either she is a night sister or related to night sisters, but I don't know how you can be related to a night sister and not be a night sister. Very specific thing, but yeah. She's like, they're my long my long relatives or whatever. Uh night sisters. So people would know from the the Jedi games now. I was gonna say Je- Night Sisters, yeah, a lot more prominent or should be known now from both the Jedi games where um what's it? Mir- Mirin? Merit? Merit. Mer- Mer- that sounds right. Uh, she's the, well, you know, one of my characters in both those games. So um, that's a Night Sister. Night Sister's also heavily featured in Clone Wars. However, also was one of Count Dooku's 
Padawans, wasn't Night Sister. Um, and then when Count Dooku spits it with her when she leaves him, Count Dooku then sends um, old eight eight arms Grievous to General murder Grievous. General Grievous to murder all of the Night Sisters, Night Sisters, and wipe out that entire planet's population. So, and that's what happens, apart from a few. Like that's why that planet's yeah. got fuck all people on it when you when it Daphne comes is, to that's the planet where yeah definitely Darth Maul's from right as well. Darth Maul's yeah. a yeah knight brother or whatever they call mm. him. Yeah, yeah. So knight sisters. Weird she doesn't use any powers though, from what we've seen. Well, no, well, not that we've seen, but I mean, she makes but that. Why thing wouldn't low. she? <laughs> she yeah, was fight. Yeah, was in a fight for her life against Ahsoka in that episode. Yeah. So. So why wouldn't you use your powers? <laughs> Unless you don't have them. Yeah, maybe she doesn't. I guess I don't know. Um. What other characters have we not gone over from the first two episodes? Uh, shout out again, David Tennant, Hyung, the robot, uh, yeah. reprising the voice he did for the Clone Wars. So, very cool. prominent role. Yeah, he's the the psychic. Yeah, he's uh, Ahsoka's partner in crime mm. or in justice. the The robot is, uh, or the droid is, the one that used to work in the, um, the training or the library and help train the younglings during the the prequel era, uh, yep. which, of course, he hints and talks about in this. Um, but that's what his role was in the Clone Wars. You'd see him in some of the episodes where they'd go visit and, and be younglings and stuff like that um, showing up. A few people reprising their roles from the animated series in this, um, as well as, like, that's because also Clancy Brown reprising his role as Governor Ryder. That's a role he did voice in oh. Rebels as well. So um, lots of people who did the voice, voice roles happy to step up and do the... The full things, which is always cool to see, you know. So yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate, appreciate. Um, trying to think if is there any other characters? I was trying to make sure we hit all the the main ones. Yeah, that's all the main characters. Um, yeah. so the at least this is how well, the shows. Yeah, the loft cat. Fair enough. Loft cat. Practical loft cat. Practical loft cat. Looks Love cool. That. Uh, apparently going to be in stores everywhere this Christmas. <laughs> Fuck, I'll buy one. They got my money. Easy. Um, I like the way the show's set up. I'm glad, and again, I'll reiterate again, I'm glad they did a two-episode premiere because I think there's a lot of... They're, they're, the thing is with this show is they're both trying to make it so people who don't know Rebels, Clone Wars, and all that stuff can watch. So they have to do it in a certain way that makes it accessible to them. They're also trying to like make it so that people who have watched those shows are like understand where these characters are at now and how the relationships have changed and all those sorts of things. But ultimately, it definitely does feel like if it's not Rebels Season 5, it's just Rebels 2 Season 1. I guess if that if you want to put it that way, um, and I like the way that the first two episodes spend time to move some of the characters into places. I know it may be a bit slow moving at times. Um, I don't mind it personally. Obviously, just getting to spend some time um, with a lot of the characters. I'm in, I'm enjoying seeing the way it's set up. Um, the way the story is coming together is going to be really interesting. I like the so we got the story sort of coming across in several different ways. A you've got the the through line of Thrawn, you've got the bad guys, Imperial remnants, tri- Empire remnants, uh, trying to get to Thrawn. They believe him to be alive in a long-lost part of the galaxy. They're trying to find their way there. That's what um, 
Morgan Elspeth is trying to do, uh, with, and that's why she has to get the map. Ahsoka is trying to catch wind of this, but then, of course, it's this whole thing of, okay, well, if Fraun survived, then Ezra did. Um, and that's the thing of, they don't, they don't really go too much into how. I guess it doesn't really matter for they people who are watching this. Yeah, how they got lost. Yeah, like it's just like, hey, he sacrificed himself. Yeah. Like it's enough. I don't feel like yeah, and it's the really hard to makes enough sense. Yeah. They're like, and then having Clancy Brown's character literally be like, you know, like for these people, he sacrificed himself, blah, blah, blah. Like you you get the general idea. It'd be very I mean, hard to explain. It's a bit of a coincidence that, you know, this happens the day of the celebration, the anniversary or whatever. I guess so. yeah. Very convenient. Um I'd find it well, it'd be very hard to explain just quickly in a throwaway scene. Hey, so then Ezra called down the space whales. <laughs> like, and then they all attacked the ship and um, he kept Thrawn trapped in the ship with the force and then the high all got zapped away. So, don't know how you, you do that. But anyway, so that's how Sabine gets brought back into this. She wants to, she wants to save Ezra. She really misses Ezra. I mean, Ahsoka wants to save Ezra too. So, you've got two you've got the main storyline of let's stop Fraun because if Fraun comes back it's going to be really bad like he is this you know elite lieutenant of the empire he could basically restart the war that's going to be terrible for us we've got to stop him and this is my biggest worry for this series series currently because Fraun is a massive threat and they did a a really good job with him in Rebels, because when they introduced and said they were going to bring Fraun into Rebels, it was a worry of like, okay, well, Fraun in the books is such a big threat. Like, and he's, he's, it's set after the main movies, and it was such a major threat that they did three books with him. It was basically another trilogy of, of stories to stop him. It was such a big thing. How are you going to have like a group of misfit, barely Rebels stop him? And it's like, well, they don't really, they barely stop him. And the, the way that Ezra and co managed to stop him is such, like, it's sort of luck. You know, up until that point, they were, they weren't beating him ever, um, is, the, is, the, is the thing. So now for this, I'm, like, worried if they're just going to, like, ruin the, the Thrawn canonical, canonical legacy. Again, I'm a, I'm a little bit, te- like, worried about that, but we'll see how it all comes together. Um. And then the other thing, I guess, that's going to be the through line for the, the whole show is this relationship between Ahsoka and Sabine, this Padawan teacher thing that fell apart that we're going to get teased in her flashbacks. And I assume that, like, we know as seen in one of the trials, there's probably going to be a flashback to a scene with Ahsoka and Anakin, uh, like, prequel era in live action, which I don't know how they're going to do. With, but anyway, um, and I assume that's going to be like her thinking about her own teaching and like leaving and being a mentor and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be like the personal relationship with it. I'm, I need a something from Hera. As much as I really enjoyed Mary Elizabeth in these first two episodes and I enjoyed seeing her being a general and leading yep. and um, like setting up and pushing Ahsoka and Sabine together. Now that they're going to go off on their little adventure and probably not spend much more time with Hera throughout the show, yeah. I assume. What's Hera's story? You know, I, I, yeah. I need that is my, mm. you know. But, but what, do you, what are your thoughts on the main sort of where all the characters are at? I mean, yeah, this first two episodes kind of set up what the main three lines of the story is going to be. There's this clear chase for, the map and journeying to the other side of whatever galaxy. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah. 
it's a solid introduction. I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, it's pretty basic, but you know, it doesn't need to be too complicated. Mm. Um, and then you know, even from the bad guy side, just like finding out what Balin wants, what he's getting out. Like he's he's yeah. this. When we get from, we get what we want. We get power. Okay, what's that mean? Like, yeah. What's that mean for what, you? What, what, what do you care? What what's your goal? After, yeah. Yeah, what cat power does what he What do you get? actually want? Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? So that's the obviously where I need to know. Um, I, the other thing I want to discuss, because I'm going to try and keep these, you know, not go further. Um, but the, they definitely filmed this all on the volume, and we know that. Mm-hmm. I think it looks better than the last season of the Mandalorian for the most part. At least I felt like it did. Um, still at times hated it. Um, just because I'm beginning to really hate that thing, the volume at times now. Yeah. Um, I appreciated having actual scenes at times, like practicality. It's like a Sabine sitting on a table, messing around with things, like trying to figure out the map, whatever, practical loft cat, like some of these like grounding elements. Yeah, what do you think like, of the show, the way it visually looks and stuff like that? I mean, certain elements looks really good, like the actual apartment, like she's staying in, like that looked like a real location, but then other, like the hospital room, that like the background was just too bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I didn't have too many issues, you know. I, I think we've gotten, we've gotten used to this style of Star Wars. Get used know? to it doesn't mean that. Well, I haven't because I, I got used to it. And, you know? and then we, we got watched, that opening bit where they blow up the planet. we got Andor. That's true. <laughs> you know? And then the last fucking... thing we saw was Mandalorian, so. True. I just really... Oh, I don't know. Have we have we have we strayed too far from the light? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they put all the money into makeup. Uh, they didn't have enough money for sets. Um, and then the music is phenomenal. I thought Kevin Kiner, who did the music of Rebels and um, Clone Wars as well. First time doing a live action, I think, unless I'm wrong, um, live action Star Wars series. I think he does Bad Batch as well, but first time he's done like a major Star Wars series outside the animated mm. stuff, and I think he's killing it. What do you think of the music? I didn't really notice the music, to be focused you on suck. This, but I'll make more of an effort to listen. I did enjoy the closing thing. That was really mm. cool. No, no, you, no. How about when what I'm hearing is not as iconic as in the Ludwig's and Nicholas Patel stuff so far. Okay. Remember when Sabine's like going along the highway and then like Sabotage starts playing? <laughs> That's whatever people <laughs> actually like put it to Sabotage and it would be so much better. That was a cool scene. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. By the way, when she cut her hair, very reminiscent of Kane and cutting his hair, hair in, um, in, this, in the show. Yeah. Does the exact same. That's Puts a knife on the table. Has has her helmet where he had his mask. One cut. Very good. Yeah. I feel Very like good. there's so many like little Easter eggs probably in these two episodes so far that non Clone Wars slash Rebels people would not have noticed. Mm. Which is fine. I don't think it's important, but Yeah. Like for someone like me, loving it. Living it up, you know? So Hmm. Um, 
I got nothing else. Anything else you want to discuss from the first two premiere, the double episode? No. I did. I want to mention my favorite meme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so someone's done the, the Omni-Man meme. And he's looking, instead of uh, airplanes, it's the uh, seven super star destroyer hyperdrive thing that they're building. And Omni-Man gets replaced by a space whale. <laughs> and it says, look what they need to need to mimic a fraction of my power. <laughs> seven hyperdrives. Just to get the other side of the universe. It's pretty good. Yeah, good job, internet. My favorite meme, my favorite GIF is just um, Ahsoka dodging the the lightsaber come back. That's a cool moment. It's yeah. badass. Just a slight slight step, like slight lean to the side as the, the fucking stupid Inquisitor lightsaber comes flying back. Yeah. Fuck I was waiting for that thing to light up like a uh, fucking umbrella. Did- Didn't. Have we had droids with lightsaber-esque things before? Well, I guess we yeah. had General Grievous, but yeah. outside him. Yeah. Like Vibro Blades and stuff like that, they fight that lightsabers yeah. will like, come up against and like can't cut through and stuff, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty common. What was the war crime that Chopper nearly did? I'm like, what um, are you talking about? Z. <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a common thing. What, like the joke, if you see people talk about this, is Chopper in the in Rebels always wanted to do the most. Like, like he'd come up with a solution to a problem, but the solution would also usually mean that a lot of people would die. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Chopper was like, rah, 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 rah. like, so you can't do that, Chopper. Like, people die. Um, in this, he's like going up when they're going up or whatever. He's like, just shoot it down. And then, <laughs> um, Hera's like, we can't do that. I'll crash on people. He's like. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly created a walk, right? Nearly shut down the ship and tired planet people. It's fine. Yeah. Typical yeah. chopper. I mean, it's interesting. Also, this is like the first... I mean, the Mandalorian kind of touched on like post-Empire stuff, but this is the first time we've kind of gotten a little bit more of a look at it. Like, obviously, them like decommissioning a bunch of like Empire stuff and repurposing them. Uh, but some of the employees who worked for the Empire still being loyal to the Empire mm. kind of turning on the the Jedi as soon as they possibly could, you know. It's going to be interesting to explore this section of the timeline a little bit more. Well, my, um, one of the things that have done really well, one of the things that have done really well in, um, like extended universe materials, like a lot of books and stuff, when they've explored the New Republic and, and, and stuff, is just saying how daft they were, basically, to believe that they could just, hey, we've won now. So we're in charge um, now. Everybody love Which us. Has, can you can you use like you love us, right? Empire, you, us, us, right? Good, yeah. So like the yeah, the, a lot of the, the books have done a pretty good job of explaining like just how daft they were to think that it would be so easy um, to just you know flicker the switch and tie galaxy is suddenly fixed like they're they're fine. It's um, and that's sort of how they they've and I think it's one of the more interesting things they've done and they've done pretty and we I, I don't feel like it's like I don't feel like it's sh- like saying anything people don't wouldn't agree with, but like Star Wars in general has done a pretty bad job for the most part of exploring this new part of Star Wars lore, history, time period, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's why they still, for some reason, keep going all the way back to the episode four, episode four time period with fucking everything apparently. Um, what's that? A new Star Wars game? Where's it set? Pride episode four. Fucking what? In between four and five? Crazy. Um, <laughs> But one of the most interesting things I've done with this, I think, is just like some of these stories where 
they've explained it. And even between the Mandalorian and Book of Bob Fett and all these these sorts of shows in Ahsoka now, like these ones in this new Republic era, where they're, they're, they're basically the idea is that the Republic, the new Republic went around to everyone was like, you good? You good? You good? Then they went and settled in like the inner regions of the galaxy, set up their little government, forgot about the outer regions and um, let them do whatever they want. And then up, that's like where the Mandalorian happens. And, you know, like they just like, there's no police out there. There's just goes back to the wild west. And that's also what ends up being the cause of the first order. I think that's one of the more interesting, like sort of background stories of told through mm. stuff. But yeah. All right. They'll do it for the very first episode of live action rebels our ahsoka spoiler cast discussion here on holocron entries of course we'll be back next week to talk about episode three um we'll assume it'll be called part three something i enjoy the the type the part one part two like titles as well as a side note um even the f- first episode part one master and apprentice not ahsoka and sabine hmm. referencing the bad guys i believe so um let us know what you thought of the episode if on our X page, our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter takes you to our X page, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord takes you to our Discord. And we'll be back here next week to talk about all things Ahsoka once again. Until next week, goodbye.